are just that. <laughs> what it says on the tin. Yeah, what it says on the tin. Where did the name come from? Yeah, so we... You said to me one day, you were like, oh my god, I was watching this movie the other day. Yeah, The Jews of Hazard, which is like such a common movie. Everyone's seen it, but for some reason I only watched it when I was like 22 or something. And I had never for seen it either. first time, and I was like, have you ever seen the movie Dukes of Hazard? And she hadn't said no. So I literally sent her the clip of the part about Bo and Luke where they say they are cousins closer than brothers. Yeah, and we and had never resonated with something never resonated more in our life. something so much in our lives and me being a little, little bit country. We're about not senators. Born and bred, yeah. Yeah, but I have recently moved to the south side like, and yeah. Fiona's a country bumpkin. I'm a country bumpkin by choice. Um, yeah, never really fitted in in Dublin. Didn't Was never really my scene. I see Fiona as a big old culture and I think <laughs> she is like <laughs> anything. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and all the, like, all the country folk think you're a city folk. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a bit of an identity crisis going on. <laughs> yeah. The ripe old age of 26. <laughs> I know. It's, it's our ha- first podcast, so we want to talk about more of our first. Yeah. A bit of like get to know us. Let's just get straight into the first time. My first time was <laughs> nothing short of romantic. It was a sweet Halloween night. And... I was basically bent over a couch, really. The problem was, basically, he shoved it in, and I was like, no, no. Whoop! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> get out. Now, I have to say, the first time I went in, I was like, it makes sense. Someone says, oh, now, that was my fake first time, you know, like, it was shoved in, whatever. But everyone says, like, oh, it's not all it's cracked up to be. To me, I was like, this Give is me more. Yeah, <laughs> this is everything. Like, to me, sex was everything, and I, I needed it to be. Like, and it, not that it was like, because we were nothing like porn I was like yeah thank god but like it's yeah. just the feeling of just being like oh yeah like that it just scratched baby <laughs> you know so, yeah that was mine it wasn't anything fucking romantic then the because like that, as I said it was shoved in and shoved out and then I had a proper first time but that was kind of oh, vanilla like, like yeah my first time was not very romantic either so I was with my well not at the time long term boyfriend but turned out to be long term boyfriend he didn't even know I was a virgin yeah really because mm-hmm. he had been there done that a few times and i was obviously a bit scared because I was, I was kind of a, a little bit older not old I we were like the same age consensual age let's just say yeah i was the same yeah i was the same. and it was easter sunday um i kind of just got to the point in the relationship where i thought like she's not gonna have to put out now or not that i didn't want to but i was obviously a bit like I said, scared. His mother's bed in his granddad's house. Oh, good night. It went on <laughs> for about, <laughs> I want to say, 45 minutes of missionary. Really? Yeah. That's long. Okay, but okay maybe that's a major no, exaggeration. No, maybe not if, he's d- if he'd done it before, though. Yeah, in missionary, nothing more, nothing less. That My, was mine it. was the same, th- my proper first time. No, I have to say, like, it obviously progressed more from there, but, like, it was nothing spectacular. It was nothing to write home about yeah. it was i can't say i had the same experience of you as you as in it was all it was cracked up to be i was a bit like is this it like see but i was locked the first time i did i it. see i wasn't i was so I, I was locked and i was like oh my god finally and then when i had it the prop because like you know can you even call that your first time when someone sticks it in and sticks it out like really no, not really so then and now this was the same person that i eventually lost to proper now he knew i was a virgin or whatever so it was that's why i kind of did hold off because i had some see I don't know about you. I never really held much weight to the whole virginity thing. 
I never really thought it was like this big thing. Like as in, no, I, I, I probably had more to the pledge when I was twelve than I did to yeah. when I was seventeen. Like yeah, exactly. The way I went into it. I was like, I want to do it with someone. I'm not gonna regret. And that doesn't mean it has to be the love of my life and whatever. Yeah. It turns out it obviously wasn't, but. I just wanted to be with someone that I wouldn't regret afterwards and, and like that it was like oh he's not going to just shag me and then go and tell all his mates and I'm going to feel yeah. like a big slapper like obviously that's fucking wrong anyway but you know what I mean that was my only condition yeah but I, I was I went through that experience even kissing boys when I was like 15, 16 yeah exactly I yeah. was like oh, imagine what it's going to be like if I go further so yeah but yeah so I was with this boy for like probably three or four months before I, was I ever did same, it and like he, three months and he didn't know till afterwards that I wasn't a virgin it came out when I was drunk at my 18th birthday see that's mad that, yeah. he, that he didn't know but I kind of get that but like, I, but like surely he should have guessed from the experience if he had done it before like yeah come on this one well, did you know feel less, like. did you feel less comfortable then because I felt quite comfortable because he obviously knew I, I hadn't done it so he was kind of more cautious whereas maybe for you well not really because we just it, the, the, the conversation just never came up it was never an issue he never asked yeah and I never asked him but I didn't need to ask because I knew mm-hmm. that he had had girlfriends before me or whatever but th- the issue never came up until I remember we were on the bus in town on my 18th birthday I was steaming and someone said th- something about sex and I had said something about being a virgin recently and you're like, like well I did it once yeah <laughs> and he was like you fucking what and I was like do you not know that? And he was like, no, we just never talked about yeah. it. Yeah. First ever date. <laughs> so my first ever date was with my first ever boyfriend. He was a Santry. He was a boy. She was a girl. <laughs> Can I make it, it any more obvious? obvious? <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of like, he was like randomly like kind of emo. So we were like going out. We used to meet at the back of Spar on the Tanigy Road and have a meet. Oh, you're considering this a date? No, no, no. <laughs> first date was on Valentine's Day and we went to the UCI and... We obviously went to the cinema or whatever. And it coincided with the first time I ever used a tampon. <laughs> so I got my period because I got my period every single Valentine's Day. I've never had a Valentine's Day where I haven't got my period. It's the only consistent thing in my life. <laughs> and I got my period and I was like, I'm going to have to use a tampon because I can't use a pad. Like, like, he's not touching down there anyway. But basically I ended up ditching him halfway through. My the friend, movie? Yeah. Because my friend had texted me and was like, I'm outside. And I left him for dirt in the cinema. I ended up just going home. And then he dumped me, and I was heartbroken. I was like, you, like, left him for dirt. Like, why would yeah, you be heartbroken when he broke you? up with him? That actually uh, sparks a memory with me of my first date that I didn't remember that I had. <laughs> it was also at the cinema. So my first, like, proper boyfriend that wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, 14. Um, we went to the cinema, and he picked the movie. And it was about a, this, um, I can't remember the name of the movie. Someone might. Um, it was about this drunk pilot like a drunk as in an alcoholic pilot he crashed the plane and we watched the whole movie and was it a serious movie yeah it was a really serious movie so towards the end of this movie he went in to kiss me and he was and i was like oh no i can't and i was just so turned off why and popcorn like, breath no not even no <laughs> worse Helen, worse <laughs> so we i was like this is a little bit like traumatic like i didn't really like that movie and he was like why and i was like my dad's pilot This man was like bronze skin, beautiful, and his face fucking dropped and it went white. And he knew he done fucked up. But like, how could he have possibly known? Yeah, but, but yeah, it was but girl, so. Everyone else goes to get fucking rom com. I like, know. This is ridiculous, but do you remember your first meet? Yes. Right, do you want to know, know all about it? Because uh, I remember this mine. is juicy. Go on. So, my first meet was 
in <laughs> in first year. I go Thank ha- God you were a fucking of age because so was I, right? Yeah, <laughs> what you weren't twelve? Like well I was, but everyone always said, Oh they had me first year when I was like eight. eight. And you're <laughs> like, All right. Um, <laughs> no, I was in first year and me and this fella were going out but we actually didn't speak. <laughs> So his jealous. friend asked. His friend asked me, "Would I go out with him?" And oh, I said, so "Yeah." Anyway, right? <laughs> but anyway, so we eventually, like after holding hands for like six months, <laughs> <laughs> decided we were gonna meet in the middle of the fucking basketball court. Why is that always a show as well? Like, oh, wait, sake. wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> so in the middle of the, it, probably wasn't the basketball court, but like we had GA pitches and basketball courts and all sorts of shit in our secondary school. Anyway, it was in the middle of some sort of a football field or something and there was a whole audience like uh, (laughs) the whole the whole school the original only fans yes was (laughs) gathered around and then obviously whoever whatever teacher was on the yard that morning or afternoon or whatever it was wanted to see what the go was and came over caught us ripped us apart brought us to the office rang our parents and we were sent home that day and not like my dad is like quite a conservative man and he isn't home that often so he wasn't obviously wasn't involved in our lives but like you know that that sort of aspect of our lives he wouldn't have known as much as mom mm-hmm. would she wasn't home she was at work he answered the door to me when I walked home from school mm-hmm. and like his face like pure fucking rage like his only daughter what was I 13 years of age caught shifting the face off some fella in oh school in the yard God. the mortification I, I think, think that was your first me yep oh and it only went downhill God. from there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine was fucking <laughs> blaze contact <laughs> at least it was at a disco where everyone was yeah, doing it I and I remember my first disco and it was before it was six class going into first year it was probably two weeks before first year and you couldn't go into first year as a frigid right <laughs> frigid so, I haven't heard that word <laughs> Yeah, right. And I was afraid because I never met anyone on holidays because my family yeah. was too poor to bring me on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't even make up that excuse. And in Blaze Contarf and Bonkers by Dizzy Rascal was playing, you know, very romantic. Yeah. And oh my God, the fella I met was the coolest. Like he was... He oh was yeah, my boyfriend at the time was like the hot, like he the was, hot topic. He was the man. Like the meet me mate sort of a situation. It was like, yeah, it was somewhat arranged marriage. Like, obviously, people, like, someone had said to him, but, like, he was, like, the gnome here. The defrigidizer. So, he heard I was a frigid, you know, said he saw me out. Yeah. And came to me. Charity case. And I, case, and I couldn't know. believe it. I'm never. <laughs> bonkers. My <laughs> <laughs> tongue going 90 to bonkers. <laughs> First period. Yeah, well, I, I'm actually, like, I'm not really sure which was my first period so like I used to do horse riding when I was a kid like really small and I remember one day coming home and I thought like I was I that was it like my time was up because I was floating <laughs> <laughs> my knickers <laughs> yeah what age were you? nine or ten yeah. it was, obviously wasn't much it wasn't a full period but like but I need to take a diet yeah I was I fucking traumatized I was like bring me to A&E like but I obviously didn't even really know what a period was at that point. Like, you know when you're, like, 14 and you get your first period, you might be, like, a bit embarrassed and you might not tell yeah, your mum. Yeah. I thought I was on my way out. This was it. Time was up. Good luck. So I went into mum. But, like, it was a speck or two. But, like, apparently, I don't know if this is scientifically proven or not, but, like, if you do, like, gymnastics or horse riding or anything, like, kind of strenuous like that when you're young, it can break 
Yeah, he breaks, breaks your hymen. Yeah, breaks your hymen. I heard that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mom was like, oh, it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. It's grand. So she obviously didn't think it was a period. But then it clearly, maybe it wasn't because I didn't get one for like another couple of years after that. But then my aunt and my uncle got married. So uh, that was like whatever age I was. And it wasn't until second year then that I got another one. Mm -hmm. And that was a proper period. I knew at that point. So I had my period in second year for their wedding. Oh my God. It's always an event. Isn't it? Now I had this gorgeous, tiered, um, multicolored dress. (laughs) 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 So it wasn't too much. No, it wasn't destroyed. It wasn't too traumatic because, like, I mean, it could have been white, but. Oh, yeah, exactly. So it was fine. It was fine. But then again, I didn't get one for another, like, probably a year, a year and a half after that. See, but I still to this day, my periods are so irregular. Yeah, see, I knew the exact same. Like, I actually had a really, well, apart from the 10 year old trauma. Uh, my story sounds similar. I was probably second year, like 14, 15 kind of age. And I remember I was lying in bed and my like summer exam results came in and I was lying in bed kind of hiding from them. And all of a sudden I felt warmth between my <laughs> legs that a 14 year old Helen had never felt before. And it was just got so hot. And I was like, what the fuck? So then I ran to the bathroom. Like it just assumed it was fucking like discharge or something like. And I went in and I was like, Oh my god, the famous period. Because at that point, like all my friends got their period. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you remember in sixth class everyone yeah. was like, Oh, I got my period yeah. and I got my period the and I got a bra. <laughs> yeah. oh. And I was fucking four foot nothing. Probably not even. I was no. probably like three foot eight, about three stone, and I was like, No, you no. got a period. No, if you want again. And I was sitting waiting for it, <laughs> sweating for this period to come. It didn't come till the end of fucking second year. I was like Sweating for your first year. Yeah. No, stuff. I, I remember, I'll never forget. No, let's just backtrack a little bit. Being 10 years old, right? And oh my God, my first tick ruin. I had a right tick. <laughs> I was an A cup on one side and the other side was purely flat chested and I gicked myself. I, was I like, remember I refused to wear a bra for like ah, your bra the are. longest time. <laughs> the longest time. I remember, I do vividly remember my first ever pube. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah. See, I, I kept looking it out because I just had one singular pube for so long. See, yeah. I don't remember. I just remember waking up one day and I was a fellet. Like I had no. I was like, absolutely fucking not. You are <laughs> not living there on your own. Oh, I wish I remember that. No, I didn't have a clue. I just remember having one tip and I shit myself because I used to pray and all like be like, please, can I just have boobs? I have boobs. Like all of the fellas oh, were no, like I me. I didn't want them. Oh, I want them so bad. I and was such a little tomboy. And then that I, I was. Well, I saw was I, but that's why I wanted boobs so I could be a girl. And then I was like, one day I had one boob. I was like, <laughs> curses, curses. I Careful, but like, <laughs> I had one tit and I couldn't believe it. I was fucking disgusted. Now, eventually, your own fucking grew in, but I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, hello, over here, I had fucking double D's in first year. You're and still now I'm nothing. <laughs> and then I grew up and the rest just grew down. Now I'm a fucking, I don't even need to wear a bra anymore. <laughs> Eventually, mine got so bad. Like, I had to take time off school. Like, I got sent home from school. Really? Yeah. I got sent home from school one day. This teacher had absolutely fucking despised me. She absolutely hated me. She was a maths teacher. And I was sitting in her class one day, and I was pure white, and I actually nearly fainted in the class from the pain. And she actually pulled me out of the class, and she didn't even need to ask what was wrong with me. She rang around, and she was like, bring her home. And I I had to stay at home for the week. And then, obviously, my next one came. And same again, I had to stay at home for the week. And at that point then, we went to the doctor and I got painkillers. 
but the painkillers knocked the socks off me and I, I, <laughs> I literally slept for a week I could, oh my, my mom God. could not rise me out of the bed because these painkillers were so they're probably not that strong now but like uh, yeah, the size yeah. that I was at the time and probably never taken a painkiller before in my life because it's like there's no reason that yeah um, yeah uh, and at that, t- at that point I went on the pill yeah so that's the thing because it was either it was either take a week off school being in pain take a week off school and be asleep or Go yeah. on the pill at 15. Do something about it. That's, that's really young, though. That's the thing, like, I never... It's I, really young, but it was kind of the only option at that point. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, you were one of the few cases that probably genuinely went on for pain, where yeah. all the rest was being like, oh, my periods are irregular, yeah, and it's like, yeah, I just want to get me hauled yeah. it over. Like, but, you know, I, was the, like, I never really had them that bad. Mine were really irregular. I used to have mine every... Like, I'd say I probably got my period three times a year, because it would be every two or three months mm. for years until I went on the pill and then it became more regular. But I've only ever gotten started getting pain until I'm on the pill I'm on now. And now I get really bad pain, but only for one day. But it's like, it takes my breath away. Like, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, well, oh I'm, on, I'm on nothing now since this long time. I'm on nothing for the last. Before I got with, back with my last ex. Mm. And they're still irregular. And like I don't really like now I don't really get bad period pains, but my last period, like I was sending voice messages to my housemate, and she was like, "What is wrong with you? You actually sound like you're dying." And I was like, "I am," and that's the first one that has really knocked me back, and mm. I'm terrified now to go on to, get it. to see like what's gonna happen the next time. Yeah. Now maybe it was also because I was severely hungover, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit of a, bit of b. Yeah, it's it is shy, like, but it's it's. It's a killer when they're that irregular as well because I remember like my last relationship I wasn't on contraception for ages like because we use a pull out method but like <laughs> I, and it actually worked I mean I don't I'm not with child yeah but we don't condone that I actually never really had a pregnancy scare because I was just like so conscious of the fact that it was irregular you know what I mean it was yeah. it wasn't weird for me to miss, miss I a had a pregnancy scare once <coughs> I think it just like the timing coincided with when it should have came. But, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, especially irregular that time. It was, like, three weeks late. Really? But, obviously, nothing ever came of it because I'm not with child now. <sighs> but I think it was also extremely paranoid about the person that it could have been with that I really didn't yeah. want that to happen. See, but I used to hate that. Do you ever remember in school and, like, someone would come in and be like, oh, my God, I think I'm pregnant. And they're like, what? And be like, I got fingered at me. And you're like, oh, shut yeah. up. You're fucking attention. You're like, shut the fuck up. No, well, I, w- I have to say, I was really naive when I was younger, like, when I first started having sex. I was on the pill obviously from when I was very young and I think I forgot to take one and my boyfriend at the time I'm pretty sure he used a condom and it broke so I was on the pill and there was a condom but it broke but I missed one but I still took the more after pill yeah. which okay fine in hindsight yes that probably was the right thing to do but now yeah you wouldn't sweat so much experience, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't sweat so much about it no I feel like kind of both somewhat more after pill regulars. I mean, we're not strangers to it. Absolutely not. But like, I've taken it more times than I'm willing to admit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine though. Like, I don't think, I think it's that big of a fucking deal. So, because obviously, this is kind of like a first date. I've looked up. So, Seventeen Magazine have forty-seven questions to ask your crush, and because you are obviously crushing on us after this, I thought I'd read out some of the questions just to get us know better. So, the first one is. Uh, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done to get a crush's attention? Oh, God. Shag his mates. Ah, 
live in it. Honestly. Really? Most embarrassing thing I've ever done to go to Costa Oh my God. Is so that embarrassing though? I think that's fairly common. Like. Yeah, mine's so embarrassing. So I remember I was texting this fella and I used to do this thing basically. This is back when HYL was a thing. All and right. you don't know what HYL it means, like who you loving, so who you fancy, whatever. And when he used to say HYL, I would say a few and you. But I would mean and you. But I would always leave it open so that he oh, could be like. yes, not and you, question mark. Yeah, so that he could be like, who me? And he would always yeah, but you like, had, uh, you had to be, he had to be intelligent enough to understand the punctuation there. Yeah. And if not, he wasn't good enough. Yeah, this is l face days, so he probably wasn't. I actually have a worse one than Shag was made. <laughs> right. So I do have to say, I have to admit, I put my hand up, this was very recent. <laughs> very recent is in probably last summer. I w- put up a story like a selfie and block every single person on my Snapchat oh from my story God. apart from him to try and get a swipe up. Because you can't put the close friends because that's too fucking no, obvious. No, you can't put them on your private story. You can't put them on close friends. That's too obvious. So I put up a general, like a public story but blocked every single person. Now bear in mind that I've had my the same Snapchat since Snapchat was invented when I was in first year. So I had to block every single person that I've ever been friends with on Snapchat from first year through school, through college, through all the work that I've, Australia, everything. I had to block all those people. All the random story. ads. Yeah, <laughs> apart from him. And and what was the verdict? Did he swipe up? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and bear in mind, this was my ex-boyfriend that I was uh, back talking to. No. So didn't even get a swipe up. So that is, <laughs> so if that's embarrassing enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> Next question is, have you ever cheated on your significant other? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was in a fairly serious relationship quite young and I went to college and there was this like a whole new world (laughs) and I just got caught up in that and basically I I fell out of love with him before I realised that and then all these boys were just there and not all these boys there was like two (laughs) yeah yeah, but but still yeah I had like two side like side house yeah very serious side pieces before I broke up with him and but I've never done it since yeah like as we've said before same mistake I was kind of similar like I was with my fella for a few years and I met a fella at work and but I owned up to it and then I didn't and I got away with it but it was different because I don't I do not condone cheating no I don't either I think it's fucking rat, it's, it's fucking disgusting and it's silly to me like to say it at me like no I don't want to say like oh I was a victim and blah 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 but and I I cheated was kind of for good I guess like I yeah you're still with the person now so yeah so I I mean I know now look if I was a person that was burnt I would think it was like if if, if what had ha- what I had done had been done to you. I'd be like, I'm in scumbag. I know, but, but even even still, if that had been done to me and they stayed with the person, I think it would be more forgivable than what I did. Yeah, and, well, the, the situation was just so different. And like for me, like I basically hopped. I was still with my ex when I got my current boyfriend. But look, like that was a whole other situation and. You know, I did what I did. I actually don't even regret it because, to be honest, I never told him that I cheated on him because it was irrelevant because I was breaking up with him and I and we were never going to get back together and it just wasn't for him to know. Some people might think that's wrong, whatever. Oh, I don't really put Yeah, that. well, I was a dirty little liar. I, <laughs> I put my hands up to that, but... But I'm not going to lie, when I cheated the first time, 
I felt like <laughs> I felt like dog. And can I preface this? I got cheated on before that, so whatever. I, this wasn't just fire, but he did cheat on me as well, so it wasn't as if it was fucking brand new. But I felt like dog shit. I felt so guilty. I felt so bad. Oh, I felt so scummy as well. And you just feel horrible. And I know, like people say, like to be honest, I've been on both sides, and I felt worse cheating than being cheated on. Really, I felt so I, much worse. Because I it was can honestly say I did that it. I look, I probably have been cheated on, but I don't know about it. Mm-hmm. May or may not have been, but I don't know if I have or not. I don't want to know. Um, yeah, don't go out of the woodworks now. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but um, I'm coming to you as a girl. As a girl yeah, I, honey, I don't want to know. It's, yeah. it's so far gone. But um, I felt like a scummy rat. Like yeah. I, I felt awful. And but what's done is done. Your opinion once a cheater always a cheater. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. I would no. never do it again. Absolutely and I not. think like But if there's any doubt in your mind, cheater be cheated on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a doggy dog world. <laughs> no, but I just think like it depends. Like at the end of the day, for both of us in that situation, the relationships were over, we just couldn't end it. And it wasn't right, and it wasn't Yeah, it was immature. It was a pure immaturity. Yeah, but that was the situation. Like, now I would never cheat, but if I... I just know, even when I cheated before I broke up my last relationship, I looked myself in the mirror and said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to end it. And that's what I did. Yeah, I could not you know continue I mean? anymore, yeah. I wouldn't dare look someone in the eye and tell them I ripped them off and ask them to stay with me. Like, no, you know what I mean? It, that wasn't the case. So. And I was just... Ugh. Lucky is lucky the word that I got away with it. I don't fucking condone it. I don't think you should do it even if you do think you'd get away with it. I didn't think I'd get away with it. That didn't even cross my mind when I was doing it. But it's not fucking worth it. You feel so horrible. You no. feel so shit. And I, I know I'd never do it again because more. But I, the fact of the matter is now, like, I've learned from experience. I know that if the relationship is over, you're better off for you and the other person to end it before it gets to that point. Yeah, exactly. If, and you, if, you're, feel, if you feel like you want to be with someone else, Exactly, and end it there. And, then. and for both of us, it was our first serious relationship. But you kind of don't know if the feelings are normal or not. So you're like, oh, I kind of want to get with other people, but I can't because I have a boyfriend. Yeah, like exactly. you don't know how normal that is because, like, if you talk to friends, they might feel the same, but not to the same extent. Whereas I was literally like ready to lose it all, but also was like, you know what I mean? I told the line for a long time, and like even I used to think the way I acted in my old relationship was normal because I'd be like, throw out my phone. I wouldn't even, and not to say like. Oh, you obviously think it's for good and whatever, but I would never disrespect my relationship now. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give a fella the time, the time of day. No, and I wouldn't have in my last relationship either. But you live and learn. Exactly. I'm not gonna fucking sit on my deathbed and cry because I kissed or some a fella that wasn't my boyfriend in my twenties. Like, come on. I think people yeah. can vilify people, and I know it's not nice to be cheated on. I've been cheated on. It's fucking horrible. And it obviously it's all relative. It depends on the situation and blah blah fucking blah. But I just think when people make it out that it's such a hard, like exactly you said, once a cheater, all a cheater. It's like come on, no, like, absolutely not. You can make a mistake when you're. Young I wholeheartedly disagree with that, speaking really? from experience. Yeah, well, we both haven't done it again. So far. If you could live anywhere, where would you be? Australia. Well, you, yeah, Fiona's at rod already. Australia to the core. Do you think you'll ever go back? Yes. Really? Yeah. I'd be shocked if you went back now. I know. Remember how traumatized you were when I went the first time. I know. I just don't believe it. We both were when I went the first time, but it was so cutthroat. Like I just disappeared. Yeah, but I think it was good as well, though. Like I mean, well, it was what I needed to do. Well, at the, the thing time. is, uh, like as sad as it sounds or bad as it sounds, whatever. When people leave, like 
loads of my family members like don't live in Ireland anymore and like once you leave you're kind of just forgotten about in the sense that it's like well you're just simply not part of their life anymore yeah Until not that we cut contact but like your siblings when they moved away they were never coming back that was inevitable mm. Australia I was always coming back my visa was always going to run out yeah and in fact I came back before my visa ran out yeah but if I could live anywhere in the world right now from the places that I have been Australia absolutely that seems crazy to me like Australia has never appealed to me even to go on holidays it just but seems I so have, random but like I always had this thing about Australia in my head since I was little because my auntie was a nurse and she was like the first person that I ever knew of to mm. emigrate when I was tiny like and I was just fascinated with the whole idea of Australia and when she came back and she told me all of her stories and whatever else and my dad said to me I think I was four my dad said to me like when you're 18 I will buy you a one-way ticket like this is the only thing my dad ever promised me in his life with his money he mm-hmm. said I'll never buy you a house I'll never buy you a car I'm never paying for your wedding so that's how badly he wanted to get rid of me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll buy you a one-way ticket to wherever you want to go in the world when you're 18 you can go for two weeks you can go for two years you might never come back whatever it is and it was always 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 Australia and when I was 21 I went through that bad breakup and I said, Dad, remember that promise you made to me when I was four? And he said, absolutely. And he said, I want to go to Australia and he paid for my ticket. It's wild. Yeah, I had a job thwarted before I went there. So you weren't so kicking apples? full-time or? job career before I left. I went yeah. into that same career in Australia. So it was yeah. kind of easier for me than anyone else. Not anyone else. But, but just your regular Irish people, person. Yeah, but I was going over there for my career, not for just fascination with australia yeah it just kind of went hand it, in hand. yeah it went hand in hand so like obviously a lot of people go over there and they just do not just i'm not putting people down on their no jobs, i know but they they go over to live the australian lifestyle and they do bar work or waitressing or yeah they do their trade-offs the they do yeah. yeah and then they do their farm work to stay on whereas my career i was going for six months and i was coming back mm. But what I did when I was there was technically considered farm work, so I could I could stay on for longer. And how long were you gone for? I was gone for ten and a half, maybe eleven months of my first year. It wasn't even a year. No, I didn't. I didn't stick out the year. Because I just remember, like, it seemed so long. Because when did you go? The summertime. I left. I think in August of two thousand seventeen. Because I remember it was like a maybe that you'd come back for Christmas. And then you never did. Yeah. And I went to Thailand. I remember I was like shook by that because I was like, oh my God. And I'll never forget when you came back from Australia and you came to see me. Did you know I was coming back? No, I didn't know. No. Because you had like turned off everything on your social media, like everything. And I was working in air at the time. And I, did I go to air? Yeah. My husband like, fucking brilliant. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God. I couldn't fucking believe it. My life it. is complete. I Realistically. I to go back. Is it realistic? I don't know. Like, the way things are now, I'm so happy in my job and so happy in my life that I don't feel the, the, the need that I did at the time to run away. Mm-hmm. But would I be happy living in Ireland? Yes. But when the winters roll around, would I love to be in the sun? Absolutely. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, for me, I've never... I've never had the itchy feet. Yeah, I'm such a dub and, like, think... See, I've never been though. Yeah, I've, that's the like, thing. I yeah. moved, f- like, yes, I was living in Dublin, but I was working in the country, and I moved to the absolute back arse of nowhere mm-hmm. in the middle of Australia. 
And you always like, and that wasn't even foreign to me. That's yeah, where I wanted but to e- be. But even being in Ireland, like you always said, you're not going to be in Dublin. I you never want to, to live in three Dublin. country, country. Yeah. If that's your going to be your life. Whereas for me, I'm just completely I've opposite. Like if Dublin is always. I've never seen anything else Dublin. Dublin. And it's, it's so, so you're a true blue. Yeah, and like it's a shame, really, because sometimes I think I'd fucking I'd love to have that in me where I'm like because I could the career I have. Like, I work from home. I could fuck off somewhere if I wanted to, but yeah, I Yeah, mean, you I w- and your I, laptop. I couldn't have less of a desire, you know what I mean? And I so would. Uh, a true blue, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I'm still up the dubs and all that. No, of course, but... See, I'm not. I'm not I wouldn't have a fucking nose. Yeah, see, I'm real, like, up the dubs, real football fan, all the gang, all Yeah. That, uh, but I live in the middle of nowhere, whereas you actually would never leave Dublin, but you've no... I'm like, you up the spire. That's Patriotic where I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> okay, so our next one is, where's the wildest place you've ever hooked up with someone before? Okay. Sorry. My story is so shite. So the only, because like, I'm not one for having sex outside the bedroom, to be honest. Like, it's just. No, I'm like, neither am I'm I. Not, like, you have more fun in a bed. Yeah. And there's, I'm just not, more, there's more room for activity. Yeah, I'm not prudish, but I don't get the whole, like, the excitement of getting caught. It's like, I'm shitting it the whole time. You're shagging me that someone's going to fucking walk in. If it's in public, probably. So the only time I ever had sex in public that I can remember, anyway, I was so fucking cringy. We went to go see Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> this is my ex, right? Got heated after that. Yeah, and like, obviously we were like, so horny after. Like, so fucking embarrassing. And we got off a stop early from the bus so we could shag in the park, right? Oh, but no. First of all, ew. Second of all, this was like around like, it was like February time, so like it wasn't particularly dark by the time we got to the fucking park. And... We got on the park bench, and like, first of all, like, I clearly wasn't gonna come because I was doing it fucking doggy, like, you know what I mean? I was just, it was just <laughs> so cringe. Like, I was like, what? On the a park bench? Yeah, wait, was it dark? Half dark. Like, I'm sure someone could have taken a photo in the bedroom. It was just so cringy. And I was like, I, I remember the whole time just being embarrassed, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, and to me, it like, wasn't even worth it. Yeah, and I can't enjoy it because I'm like, I am gonna become a meme. <laughs> like, you know, like someone's gonna take a picture of me and put the fuck my back <laughs> railed, <bench. laughs> yeah, railed, and like it's it's just cringe to me. So, yeah. so we're gonna end on this absolute bang. <laughs> so how old were you when you learned Santa wasn't real? Slash, how did you find out? Okay, so I'm gonna. I don't know exactly how old I was. I was pretty young. I'm gonna say nine. Is that young? Yeah. So I remember I asked for. <laughs> Leather boots. <laughs> These boots, oh man. Yeah, true boot, born and raised, <laughs> but I wanted leather boots. <laughs> but I wanted dark leather boots. <laughs> you slap her. I know. I know. No, not black and not knee high. I just wanted dark leather boots. And I don't know what came over me that I had a suspicion. I must have had some sort of suspicion because I, <laughs> mom was downstairs or she was doing something and she wasn't home. And I went into the wardrobe, and here was these <laughs> fucking tan leather boots. I was like, you motherfucker, Santa. You dirty <laughs> rock. <laughs> I was like, Santa, you did me dirty. <laughs> so then I, nine years of age, I didn't get what I wanted. Wasn't It was very sad. <laughs> you, you are not with the <laughs> I was fucking devastated. And I couldn't contain it. I could not. 
not for the life of me because I can tell you this is devastating. And I didn't want my mom to know that I was a nosy, <laughs> a nosy I fucking bawled. And my mom was so consoling. She was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, this tan, they're, they're so <laughs> ugly. And she's like, what are you talking about? You nosy little <laughs> Santa's no taste. No, Santa's taste. Um, and bless my mother, they probably cost about 400 euros. <laughs> and, and I was fucking devastated over these fucking <laughs> tambours. I, I didn't even cry because Santa wasn't real. <laughs> My story's not even good compared to that. Mine's so fucking stupid. I'll just tell you. Like March or something. It was well after Christmas. How and old were you? Eight maybe. Eight or nine. Okay. And I went. I was nosing through one of the drawers. And I found a load of receipts, right? And I used to have this obsession when I was younger that my dad was cheating on me now, right? I, I used to watch Maury all the time, right? So I was obsessed with the fact, you are not the father. I was convinced, right? But well, there was one in ten times. Randomly, right? I have nine brothers and sisters. So there's ten of us. I used to always, and I said this to my other siblings, and they used to think the same. Randomly, we thought my dad had another secret family with ten other siblings, right? It's so fucking stupid. So I found all these receipts, and I was like, Barbie Dreamhouse, Barbie Nutcracker. This is the Santa receipt, whatever. So then I kind of twigged, okay, Santa isn't real. So I called Bubbles over. Who Martin's my, Bubbles is my older brother. He's only a year older than me. I called him over. I was like, look at the receipts. They're all fake Santa isn't real. And he was like, no way. Like, we weren't even that upset. We didn't even care. And my older brother, who was probably about 10 years older than us, found us looking at it. He went apeshit. This is Liam, right? Being like... Yous are trying to ruin Christmas. Santa is really a scumbag, you maggot. You're <laughs> <He> lousy. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. So we got an absolute bollocking off. And I was like, and now I'm looking back at it, I'm like, he wasn't real. So why the fuck were you so pressed that like, we, yeah. found, the, we found the receipts? We had the original <laughs> receipts. Yeah. To say the least. So I think we're done. Yeah, I think that's the end you of know it. it's pretty much just night out by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so this is just the, t- well, in fairness, this is the tip of the iceberg. So we've got two episodes out at the moment. Hopefully you've listened to both of them. And join us next time for Cousins, Cousins and Brothers. Yeah. Goodbye. Good night and good luck.